Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What a result that was for Atalanta, knocking out the Rossoneri 2-1 at San Siro. Uh, Fiorentina and Bologna went all the way to penalties, where Fiorentina advanced, where they'll take on Gasparini's side in the Rome derby. It was Lazio with a slim win against Jose Mourinho's Roma. And today, it's Juventus against Frosinone later on at 3 o'clock Eastern. And for more on this, let's bring in our friend Mike Grella to join us. Grella, good morning. Early morning for you. What's up? You just finished the paper round or you got an early tea off time on the links? Which one is it? <laughs> What's going on? What a panel this morning. I see they got Ali on the show. The budget must have gone up. <laughs> Those are good signs. Um, no, in the Grella house in the morning, you just got to say you're going to miss the bus and get on the bus 750 times. So I just finished doing that. And I think one of them actually missed the bus. Hilarious. What does that mean then? You got to take them to school? Yeah, I probably got to go in there and, and get them and take them to school, give them some breakfast and take them to school Just at some give point. Them Just give them the day off. Just give my them wife's the day not take here this morning. Oh, well, you, that. My wife's not here this morning, so I'm in shambles. I couldn't put the mic on. My ear, <laughs> my, my earplugs all messed up. I was about to say, you've probably still got your earpiece in from Saturday. Sometimes we go out to dinner after our show and Grella's still got his earpiece in his ear. I can't even remember he's got it in. Uh, Grella, talk to me about these games yesterday. Let's start with the Rome derby because coming into this game, we've, we know what these two teams are like. We could have probably expected it to be very low scoring. It felt a bit of a coin flip, didn't it, for this match? Did it play out how you expected? I think it played out like I expected. Uh, both teams kind of don't want to play. They're not at the highest levels right now of, of playing the greatest football. Lazio's very sideways, backwards, want to play a thousand passes before they look like any danger. Uh, Roma, quite frankly, without Dybala and Lukaku, I mean, and they did play yesterday. Uh, Dybala came out at halftime. But without them, really, the rest of the team just is just not of the levels. You know, I think what Mourinho is trying to do at Roma is do what he did uh, at Inter when they won the treble. And I, th I don't think he has the players to do it. And so then there's the frustrations and the red cards and everything else. But I think the pleasant surprise was, you know, this was a quarterfinal uh, Coppa Italia match that I've said myself, oh, well, it's just the Coppa Italia. And I, I can't even tell you how intense it was and how Lazio celebrated at the end was just, I mean, incredible. I mean, we watched 15, 20 minutes at the end where they just rolled clips from the stadium. And it was way better than one of our post shows, by the way, Poppy. <laughs> and it was just you know, video and clips of them celebrating this win against Rome. And it was, it was, it was just incredible, the, the level of the match. 
Um, first of all, it's an honor to meet a Peaky Blinder. So I'm glad. <laughs> uh, second of all, I want to know, uh, this match in particular, I think it leaves a lot of questions about Jose Mourinho's future, as if there weren't enough already. Can Roma even afford to keep him? Do they now want to keep him? This seems to not be going the way we expect. We, we think of a, of a manager like Mourinho, and we think he can get the best out of the players he has. And I know he doesn't really have a full uh, squad that he would want, but he doesn't, it doesn't seem to be clicking uh, with this team unless he has his exact first 11 in. Where do you think we stand with Mourinho, and what do you think losing this match says about his uh, you know, tenure here at Roma? Yeah, well, look, four losses, one draw and one win against your rival. And anyone who watches Italian football knows that that rivalry means so much to them. What the result is in that game almost means more than where they finish in the city. Almost. So it's huge. And he hasn't been good in those games against Lazio, for, for starters. Number two, they expected top four when they brought him in. They haven't got that either, uh, sitting in eighth place now. So the, if you take away the European Championship, which was the Conference League, the first year that they had it, okay, fine. you got to take that with a grain of salt because it was a new tournament, but it's still Europe. And then he made it to the final of the Europa League the next year. But if you take those two things away, I mean, he's struggling pretty, pretty badly. Now, when you look at the team and how much money they can spend, um, you also feel bad for, for Mourinho because he just doesn't have the quality that he had at Inter or the quality that he's had at other clubs where he can play in that way and sort of give team spirit. Uh, so you do feel bad from that way. But then to flip back again, to put him, uh, you know, put the eyes on Mourinho is, you know, all the red cards, right? All the shenanigans, all the things that are going on, on and off the field and on the sideline. And you see now how it's carried through to the team. I mean, there was just red cards flying yesterday for no reason. I don't mind a hard challenge. I don't mind a nasty, nasty challenge or stopping a counterattack or sending a message, or any of those kind of frustrations, that's fine, because we're human beings, right? And players are human beings. But the red cards after the game, the red cards for talking to the referee, the red cards for all the little handbag pushing and talking and all that stuff, that's no good. And, and it's not a good message for kids watching the game. It's not a good message for anyone watching the game. But also, if you're a Roma fan and you're losing to Lazio, and then you're watching Mancini yap, 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 and then also get another red card after the game, you're watching your coaches get sent off, I mean, you can see that what he's sort of done, the players are sort of picking that up. And, you, you know, you see there through the images, it was just entertaining, I guess you can say, but it was handbags all around. And when you're not winning, that stuff really gets annoying. No, I completely agree. It's annoying. Well, let's jump over to Milan and Atlanta because that was a disappointing loss for Milan. And especially now that Scudetto is their only chance at winning a trophy, how disappointed do you think they are to have that loss and kind of go into this year and this is their only chance to take home some some change it's hard for me to say this because i'm a big fan of atalanta especially their ownership they're all duke guys and i you know they're really nice guys and and uh they want to do well and the project is amazing but milan got robbed yesterday if you watch the game the the penalties i, I thought him and has touched the ball i thought there could have been a penalty on home at the end that would have tied the game um you know, you have to rewind to look at what happened in the offseason for Milan. And I think what happened was they lost a lot of important pieces, one of them being Paolo Maldini, right? And then, you know, they got rid of the key members of the spine of their team and then brought in all these new guys. And we were kind of like, well, what's this going to look like? We were really skeptical as Serie A analysts and fans. And they hit the ground running. Like the first four games were they were incredible. I mean, the football that they were playing, it looked like they didn't have to re rely just on Liao anymore. 
and then they played Inter and lost 5-1, where they played in a pretty open game. And then they started to think, okay, what do we do here? Do we switch? Do we do this? And now, since then, it's been up and down. So when you look at them, there was a lot of change in the team, in personnel. And I think we got carried away early on with, oh, yeah, they're, they're flying again. They're awesome. It takes time for these relationships to build uh, and for the team to figure out who they are and how they want to play exactly. So I think for Milan and for Pioli also, I know a lot of people calling for Pioli's head. I think you give them a year, give these players a year, focus on getting in the top four because realistically that's what the expectations are. Uh, focus on working on what identity you want to have because I think it's changed a lot when from when they've played in the Serie A against the smaller teams and when they've played in the Champions League against the bigger teams. And I think it's there. I think the quality is there. I think, you know, they play uh, PSG in San Siro where Liao was incredible and Milan was incredible and they win that game. So it's there. The potential's there. It's just the consistency. It's the conceding a lot of goals at the moment. Uh, but I give Pioli more time. I give Milan more time and say, hey, listen, finish in the top four. Let's see about next season. Let's put this all these pieces together again for next season. It does feel harsh to say all the criticism that Pioli's got, especially where they're considering where they are in the league. They made the Champions League semi-final last season. They won the Scudetto not too long ago. You drink that coffee, Grella. Is it espresso or is it a cappuccino? <laughs> no, regular American coffee because you could hang out with it, you know? All the Italian guys are like, oh, I only drink espresso. But espresso, you just it's like a shot at the bar, you know? And it's and it's done, so. <laughs> I was just checking, seeing as you're all so funny about what coffee you can have when. Uh, later on today, it's the Juventus against Frosinone game. What do you think we'll see in this game? Because Frosinone probably have exceeded expectations as a newly promoted team. It hasn't been that good for them in the league lately, losing their last four. But what they did to Napoli in that second half, I mean, could they give uh, Juventus another upset today? Rosinone is a team that is, if one day I got the opportunity to coach, I would love for my team to play that way. Uh, because I think they stick to really the way they want to play. They stick to the plan. They want to play football. They want to break lines with the passing on the ground. They can be quite direct at times. And so I, I love the way they play football. But what I found amazing about them is that when they're winning or losing or whatever situation they're going on, they're still sticking to who they are. I think that's important. I think that sends a really strong message of how well the manager's done and how much the players believe in, in, in the system. Now, on the flip side, they played a few weeks ago, Juventus Frosinone, and Juventus had a difficult time. It was a Vlahovic winner late on in the game, a contested header that he had to score. But Frosinone dominated possession. Uh, and so I think we'll see that again. I think we'll see a Frosinone side that's going to have a lot of the ball and have a lot of good moments in the match. But again, it's Juventus with, hey, give me 40, 30% of the ball, no problem. We'll find a way to win the game. We have the game changers. We have the three big, strong, powerful center backs. We're going to cross balls. I mean, all, virtually all their crosses are coming, all their goals are coming from crosses. So Juventus also on the flip side, uglier game plan, but they also have an identity and a game plan. They're going to defend. It's going to be difficult for Frosinone. There's not going to be a lot of spaces. It's going to be physical and it's going to be a lot of balls in the box. Uh, for Vlahovic or whoever whoever they end up going with today. And, 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 you know, I think with that quality, Juventus probably edges this one out. Mm -hmm. And it's an important competition, isn't it, for them with no European football. Obviously, they're in the Scudetto race, but this would be a real silver lining uh, to their season. Thanks, Grell. We'll see you this weekend. Anytime. Thanks for having me, guys.